Hi, everyone. Introducing today's podcast. Uh, This episode is regarding turning towards your partner instead of away. And this matches up with the uh, fourth horseman that we'll talk about, which is stonewalling. And essentially just shutting down and not interacting with your partner is what stonewalling is all about. So it makes sense that the antidote to this is turning towards your relationship instead of away. And so we'll talk about what we always do. We'll define it. We'll look at some examples of it. And then we'll uh, talk about an exercise to help with this. I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, everyone. Today, we're finishing the series of Divorce Proofing Your Relationship. And we're talking about turning towards your relationship instead of away. And this matches up to the idea of stonewalling uh, that was presented in the Four Horsemen. And stonewalling is just essentially shutting down, not being available, not talking, distracting with a device, or binging a show, just not being available to your relationship. And so as we look at the antidote to that, we're talking about turning towards your relationship instead of away. And so stonewalling, the way to think of stonewalling is like this. So if you have a fire and you remove the oxygen, right, the fire dies. So if there's something intense going on in the relationship or something intense going on in your life, the best way to, right, take out the heat or the danger or whatever is happening. And when I say danger, I mean that you don't feel safe to be vulnerable in a relationship. That's how I'm using danger. Then then just shutting down or removing the oxygen from from the fire calms, right? The fire stops. It's calming. It, it, it sidesteps, it avoids the bad feelings. But if you take oxygen away to reduce or get rid of the fire, you also can't breathe. And that's critical to life. And that's critical to the life of your relationship. So just completely turning away from your relationship to protect or keep things safer also puts your relationship and you know it potentially the relationship will will die and so that's why turning towards so you need to turn towards your relationship in those times of feeling not good about being vulnerable and that's usually what stonewalling is really there to do is to protect to ensure that the other person can't hurt you. If you turn away from them first, if you reject first, if you shut down first, there's no way for them to get to you. You're safe. But again, if there's no way for them to get to you, when you do want connection or your partner wants connection, there's no way to get to you. And then there's no relationship. So how do you turn towards your relationship? This isn't a big movement. This isn't spilling your guts. This isn't um, heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching type stuff we're talking about here. This is small stuff. 
this is reaching for your partner's hand. This is taking a minute at the beginning of your day, maybe when you're both drinking coffee, to talk about how the day is looking. This is taking a minute at the end of the day. How did your day go? Watching a show together where you're not distracted by devices and you're tuned in and sharing something. These are the small things in life. This isn't this isn't hard to get to. But if you're in that stonewalling spot of of protecting yourself or afraid the oxygen will come in and light that fire, then all of those little moments for connection that should be available that is the uh, foundation, the oxygen of a relationship. They're not, it's it's hard to get to. And so turning towards a relationship, it, it, it sounds like you have to do these big, gigantic, grand gestures. No, it's the small stuff. It's the everyday things. It's turning towards your relationship all the time. It's an investment. It's really an investment in your relationship. These small bids for connection. And Gottman, who I've discussed throughout uh, this series, Gottman really emphasizes these small bids of connection as really critical to a deep and committed friendship, to the health of a marriage and a relationship. So it's not the big stuff. I really want to emphasize that to you. It's it's not the big stuff. Now, big stuff, of course, is lovely and wonderful, and sometimes those things happen. But but we've talked about this podcast being for couples in it for the long haul. You can't maintain big stuff all the time. If you've been in any kind of relationship for any period of time, you know, it's 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 difficult to maintain the big, gigantic gestures in the day-to-day, in the, the kids, the running around, the socializing, your family, your work, <laughs> who has the energy or time for the grand gesture, right? It's the small things. It's noticing your partner's outfit. It's uh, seeing that they got their haircut. It's noticing. It's small bids for connection. So let's talk about an example. So let's talk about how stonewalling can come in. So after a long, hard day at work, you've had a terrible day. It's been an awful day. You don't want to think about it anymore. You walk in the door. You don't want to talk to anybody. You want to just completely distract and and not think about any of this. And you want to just do that and go to bed. And you come in and someone asks how your day was or your partner asks how your day was. You grumble. It's fine. You run off to your room to change or whatever. I mean, you're just like inside. There, There's no penetrating that wall you've built around yourself because you've had a bad day. And you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to go into it. And so you're grumpy. You're upset. And your partner may... Right? If this is happening a lot in your relationship, your partner may feel it's them. They don't know you had a bad day. You're not talking. You're not saying anything. They might might start thinking it was them 
or you're upset with them or you don't want to be around them, right? Because they're seeking connection with you and you're surrounded by this wall. So again, when we look at this example, yeah, you have bad days. Absolutely. And does that mean you can't still hold your partner's hand quietly while you distract on your device? Uh, That you can't ask them about their day? I know that sometimes when I've had a bad day, I can't wait to hear about someone else's day so that I can forget mine. And so you want to still engage. You want to turn towards your relationship. And I'm telling you, in turning towards your relationship, there will be comfort. This is your person. This is the person you've chosen to live a life with. So even if you don't want to share or talk about the bad stuff that happened, you want to forget it, seeking comfort from your partner is still okay. Just being in it all alone doesn't feel good. We're social animals. We need other people. Even when we feel grumpy, even when we feel like nobody would want to be around us, we still need it. And, And your partner has committed to being with you in that. They have bad days too and they want you there. So... This is about having faith in that and turning towards. And again, it doesn't have to be big. You can hold your partner's hand. You can express that you've had a bad day, that you don't want to talk about it, but you're just letting them know that if you're grumpy, it's because there's been a bad day. And maybe you'll share more when you don't feel so bad. Offer a hug. And now your partner can offer you comfort and be relaxed around you and not where it's them. And you can see comfort from them if you're feeling you've had a bad day. Even asking, even saying, hey, I had a bad day, but I don't want to talk about it right now. That's comforting. Just someone to sit next to you knowing you had a bad day and they're willing to not ask you to not know more, but just be with you in that grumpiness and that yucky, I don't want to be around anybody who would want to be around me, your partner, <laughs> right? That That's what that's what relationship is about. So how can you practice this? What What's the exercise for today? I want you to start thinking small with your relationship. And, and the list of 25 positive, mag- you know, to get to your magic ratio, that that is in the show notes. That gives you some great ideas. Those are small things. Saying I love you. Saying thank you. Choosing to take a walk at the end of your day. These are all just small ways to connect and say I'm still here. I'm with you. I'm willing to be here. So maybe talk to your partner. In fact, talk to your partner. Use the list of things that I've provided in in the show notes. Again, you can click on that link. Maybe the two of you talk about that list, how to integrate some of those things more. Do you want to carve out a small amount of time each day to make sure you're doing something like this? And at first it might not feel natural. It might feel forced or something you're, you're trying on, but that's okay because after a while it won't feel like that. It won't take a lot of effort. 
it'll just feel like a part of your day. Okay. So we're ending our divorce proof series and we're also ending season one as of this episode. So I will be coming back with season two in the fall and I'll put out a uh, preview of season two when I'm closer to knowing the date that uh, season two will be launched and I will be working on topics for that until I see you again and thank you so much for listening to season one I really appreciate all the support as I've launched this podcast and all of you that have been listening and I'm looking forward to bringing you season two in the fall.